It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Our show brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment. And if you're having a problem sleeping at night, you might want to check in with the doctor, do a sleep study, um, you know, because you got to get a good night's sleep to, to survive and get up and enjoy your day. Sleep study might lead to the possibility of a CPAP machine. With a lot of folks, that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. If your doctor recommends a CPAP machine, we recommend that you talk to Priority Home Medical Equipment and tell your doctor you want to prescribe your CPAP machine at Priority Home Medical Equipment, owned and operated locally here in western Oklahoma, and they're at your service at all times, owned locally by longtime business owners Alan and Tammy uh, Shepard. Well, we have with us on our program today, we're really happy to have Dr. Lovell with us, who is president of Southwest Oklahoma State University. Good morning. Good to have you on Statehood Day. I'm I'm proud to be here on Statehood Day. And, and like Mustafa, I would like to sing every time I know it's Statehood Day. Uh, this sing is, Oklahoma? Yeah, this is... This is oh no no go ahead, go ahead and do it for us. Sure don't want Mustafa to sing, but because his dad said he could not even carry a tune, a tune in a bucket, in a bucket. And, it's, and his dad was a good singer. Oh, that is that's hard when he's yeah he's one of the one it. of the crooners there. Yeah. you know I bet you the three of you can do it together. No, let's just we'll just oh, okay. singing All right. morning. since we don't have an orchestra here. I don't think. This is the Harold's time and place for stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'll fix the change. Our ratings would go down. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kid, just kidding. So, first of all, you're not selling your house. I am not selling my now, house. That's it's the a rumor. renovation okay. sign. All yeah, right. it's Jacob Robinson renovation. He doesn't sell houses. So, so. that's the first thing I want <laughs> yeah. to ask you. So, this is Statehood Day. And Oak, Oak Southwestern Normal School started actually before Statehood. I don't know if a lot of people know that or not. Yes. Say that again. The college started, normal school was started in 1901. Oh, 1901 before yes. statehood. Yes. Statehood in 1907, so it was actually authorized by the territorial legislature. That's right. And a lot of rumors about who was going to get it first. I heard uh, Todd talking last week about that, that somebody thought that uh, granite might have been a possibility. Yeah, granite. That, that's one of the rumors. And instead it came, they wanted the prison at granite, which is interesting. That's what people have said. Oh yeah, granite. Uh, granite, was, in, in effect, sued and filed a complaint, and it was uh, it was resolved in Guthrie. And when the news came in that we actually got it, it was like a six to seven vote, and the the people of Weatherford, you know, marched up the hill to celebrate. It was a big wow. deal, and the, the first building built on campus. Garrett King and I had an argument about this the other day. Do you know what the first building was? It doesn't stand anymore. No, it's a, so, so according to. Uh, to Jerry Nye's book, yes, yes. the first building actually was the, the science building. Now, that's that's what, what I, I've always no. thought all my life. I thought it was the administration building, which I was, was the first building. But uh, according to Dr. Well, Nye's uh, yeah, report, Dr. they Nye. were built about the same time, but uh, 19, in 1901. So. Great. Well, I, I think it uh, says on there 1905 or 8 on the old science building. No, is that yeah. 1905 yeah. or 8? But the school started in 1901. That's right. Somewhere in there the administration building was built, and it was burned or raised by accident. Burned in the 36? 30s. Somewhere in there. 36? But My mother remembered going up and watching the fire. It was such a big deal, of course, for, for Weatherford. You, just a youngster. We often post it on Facebook, the anniversary of it burning, because it's just, you can still feel the grief through yeah, generations. I feel it because uh, they replaced it with a nice building, but it's nothing like that. That would have such an historic looking building. Gorgeous. I've got a picture of it in my, somewhere around here. Yeah. So, so um, 
the other question, what's happening with the football coach? I have no comment, sir. No comment. So we're going to get one, or what's the plan? No comment. No That's comment, the plan. sir. <laughs> so you got a committee. Anything lined up to try to search for? Uh, Can you ask me next week? Yeah, sure. Okay. We just that's on the minds of a lot of folks oh, yes. in Weatherford. So I can't do the show without at least there asking. There is a plan, but uh, what, what are the goals for the for the coach? Got can we? What, what's your athletic director got in the way of a goal for for a coach? We have a list of um, the qualifications that we're looking for, and we have hired an outside search firm, Mammoth, to affirmatively go out and look. They can also apply. Um, I think it's posted yesterday late. So we'll know more later. So mm-hmm. you're just going to be in the process of looking yes. for somebody. And we've got a lot of input from our boosters, former football players that have come up with a, a good list of the qualifications of the kind of thing we're looking for. Very good. So Can um, we come up with the money to pay somebody to do this? Is this something? We are, we are asking for support so that we can... Um, be more competitive in our salaries. So anyone who's interested, please contact the foundation. Uh, the Athletic Foundation has a fund uh, available for support uh, to get a, a higher pay because, you know, a lot of the Arkansas schools, for instance, have a lot more state money, and we know that pay is part of the so issue. So what, what's the, what kind of money are we talking about? Well, um Right now, I think a lot of the Oklahoma schools pay about 100000 for their coach. And there's a lot more money um, in the more successful programs for their coach. So. I know even high school coaches, even in this part of the state, make that much. Yes. Now, so you've got to compete. Yes. Yeah. We've got to compete. So you mentioned uh, support. They, is that a, will that be a permanent support, or are you going to have to try and figure out this new wage into a budget in the future? How do you? I imagine it'll be in this situation a little bit of both. It's wiser, of course, in the long run, to get an endowment that keeps paying and keeps um, those finances coming in at a steady rate. But as far as uh, other bonuses that might be built into a contract, those are things that we would love to hear from anyone who'd like to support. Of the new hiring of the coach and and talk to the foundation. Very good. Just want to get that out because okay. I know a lot of people are. Talking I know about it's it. on everybody's mind and it really mine is. as well. So let's switch gears. Talk okay. about what you wanted to talk about. I probably threw a threw a ringer into things a little bit. This well, morning. I'm so proud to have two fabulous faculty members with me. Um, Dr. Kurth is uh, from the pharmacy school. She's got a PharmD, and uh, we have Dr. Barnett, the Amy Barnett. And uh, she is a psychology professor. And they and several others at Swasu have taken on an enormous project, which was a big economic developer for Weatherford. It's over $6 million grant from the Work Ready Center. And they want to tell you about it. And um, that's one thing I love about the university is uh, these faculty go out and volunteer to take on these projects and fill out these grants and then stimulus you're talking stimulus i want them to tell you what it's all about also uh helps others get placed in jobs so let's uh, switch over to dr barnett and we'll let you move the mic over that way a little bit and tell us this is not really considered more it's more like a contract right with the state uh, of oklahoma so tell us a lot of money going into a project 
It is a lot of money. We're really excited about it. Um, they initially have had programs in Eufaula, McAllister, and Oklahoma City, and they have had such success with this program that they wanted to go statewide. So they opened up the bid process, and um, I believe there were about 10 who applied to that call, and there were four of us who received it. So we're really excited to be one of them, and I know they're going to keep trying to add on counties to this to this project. So um, how did you get involved? Coming from the psychology department and the <laughs> pharmacy department, Dr. <laughs> Kurth, uh well, funny story, um, and I'm in the Department of Ed now, but I'm, I still claim psychology. You do teach psych- I know you're a good, I, you yes. just still teach it. I teach in the counseling and school psychology programs, so, yes. I've heard great things about your uh, teaching. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, funny story how we kind of got involved. Um, we were contacted for through our Step Up program. We have a nonprofit called Step Up. And um, it was one of those things where we thought, oh, we're probably not really interested in this, but we'll listen to the pitch, you know. And a couple of gentlemen came out and met with us. And the more they talked, we were like, this is awesome. This is a wonderful opportunity for our community. But it's way too big of a project for our small nonprofit step up. And so um, Amy Martin and I started talking and we were like, who could well, Swasu could handle this. Would Swasu let us do this? And we're so grateful that they did. And it was still too big. And we said, who else would be great, at, you know, at helping with this? And of course, Kaylee came up because she also does a lot of nonprofit work and works with individuals that are going to benefit from this specific program. So we're really excited. Uh, that's it. How, how did you get involved, Dr. Kurth? Um, I also have a nonprofit Harley's House Crisis Nursery. So our families um, have young children. Um, they're getting back into the workforce after the pandemic. Um, most are single parents, so they're really struggling to be able to provide for this family, for their family. And this program um, is going to help them with that. So how will it work? I mean, this is a lot of money, but it's, in a way it's not a lot of money because today $6 million doesn't go real far, does it, Dr.? <laughs> level you're building a building up there that right six million dollars could uh, inflate away in short time weeks. Yeah, yeah it's amazing so what are you gonna what are you gonna do or how are you gonna implement the program so we're gonna have um, an office on Lara Drive and we'll be putting on monthly training programs for helping individuals know how to write resumes know how to interview for jobs and then work ready Oklahoma has contracts or employment partners and so they're looking for local employment partners Uh, the big idea is better job better life and so they're wanting to make sure that the jobs are high paying jobs with benefits so minimum of fifteen dollars an hour and so they want they're looking for local people who who need employees that want to partner uh, with us and then they also have a lot of remote work job opportunities as well that we're excited about so uh, it would sound like, at least, or it sounds like Southwestern and the Career Tech, for that matter, would be partners in this project. Yes, absolutely. We're looking for lots of partners, and so we definitely have a great start with Southwestern and are excited about all the opportunities that we have there as well. Dr. Lovell, how do you see Southwestern getting involved in this? In, in what way? Well, when you speak of Career Tech, for instance, we already have a base of partnerships with every career tech in our service area. Dr. Kinder has already worked on those, and some of those are are deep, uh, like um, Canadian County, 
um, is is quite deep. But we've got Caddo, Kiowa close to us um, as another example. So that's a good place to start. Uh, they also I may want to tell you about they've got offices off campus and um, um, starting this really important work because it changes people's lives to have the skill in a steady job. So, Dr. Kurth, you're talking about working with people, I guess, to improve the quality of the jobs that they might be able to get? Yes. So it's a it's a training program. So it is a workforce grant. Um, we're wanting to put families back into the workforce um, to provide a better life. And so we'll have opportunities for those participants. We call them learners because they're coming to our center to learn. And um, they'll go through a week-long class, um, skill building, soft skills, and then we'll have a job fair opportunity. So that's where those partnerships come into play, um, local and both remote. But then we also are going to have this beautiful center um, that provides a space for them to work. So if they have a remote position and they need help getting started, we have um, a budget to be able to help them with barriers. So transportation costs, childcare costs, startup costs for a laptop, those sorts of things, which is a really neat opportunity to be able to um, work with them for up to 90 days in our co-working space. So it sounds like uh, you've already start, started implementing or starting to look at how you're going to implement this program. I think both of these women have a real heart for um, single parents. I think um, as they are nodding, they, they really know that one of the great barriers for a single parent is having a steady job and skills. It's very hard to pay for daycare, for instance. Dr. Kurth has uh, done a lot of work in that area on her own, um, and she's got her own um, what would you call your um, work with needing daycare? You know, the need for daycare. Yes. And she's got her own organization for that. And so they do this above and beyond, you know, their duties at the university. And so that's one of the things we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be an economic developer. Swasu is. And this is just a creative idea that they went out and got this work with the Oklahoma Human Services department and um they've started up um you want to tell them where your space is in town for sure and like dr barnett mentioned it's on lira drive so we are in the process of ordering furniture technology getting it set up and when we went to southwestern we had a number of offices we had to have and space and we didn't have the capacity on campus at the time so it will be located on lira drive we'll have signage out we are in the process of ordering that um, really Clear started. Drive out on Old 66, just off Old 66, mm-hmm. I think, isn't it? Uh, there, there's an employment office, I think, out in that same area mm-hmm. at this present. So it's out. If you go out, I, I'm, I'm trying to picture in my mind where this is Clear Drive. They're is. nodding. We've got to tell them to say yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear our head rattle? Okay. <laughs> That's what my dad used to say. We're on the radio, not TV. <laughs> Where are we going, though? Uh, where I want west of town, right? Out, or is it east of town? East of town. And you said old 66. 66. Uh, it's the service road that goes out to the airport. Just right past the career tech. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. In that area. Yes, in and, that and, area. And you pull down off, you go a little bit to, to the north. Yes. Off of the service road. Yes. So I hope, that, I just try to locate that for for everybody in their minds. Yes. We also like uh, that location because there's a lot of different service providers already on that street. 
And so mm -hmm. we've got um, um, Office of Human Services is there, Vocational Rehabilitation Center's there. There's a lot of uh, really great partners that are already right there beside us. I think we should start start watch repair back at Southwestern again. I know we did. We had watch repair <laughs> yeah. as a major, as a class. We've got some great old wow. photographs down yes. in the basement of the old uh, science building. <laughs> Hort horology, horology, That's right. which is a strange name. They were all in they're all in suits every day. They work down there on the watches. Yeah, shoe, that, any shoe cobblers? No, no, no. But we did have a lot of career tech type uh, activities at Southwestern during World War II, in particular. We did. Talking about the history of Oklahoma, because that—that's why it was called Southwestern Tech for a few years. It was. Um, there were almost no men on campus in the World War II. It was almost entire women's college because they were gone. Our men were gone. Except you had some soldiers, I think, in Neff Hall for a while. That yeah. must have been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no men in college, but the, the the soldiers were here, so that worked out good, right? right. <laughs> Probably, Probably some. For the ladies, I they suspect. Were I suspect there's there were some marriages out of that. <laughs> I hope so. I, I would suspect. Anyway, but I forgot to, of course, mention Western Tech, uh, Western Technology Center. Um, They're right, right there, here close. With us. Yeah. It's so obvious, I forgot to list them. So, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay. Can we do, do that? It. We'll be back with more. We're talking this morning. In case you just tuned in to Amy, Bar Dr. Amy Barnett, Dr. Uh, Kaylee Kurth, and Dr. Diane Lovell, all from Southwestern and the new. Work Ready Oklahoma Employment Center, which will be located here in Weatherford. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after these messages. Checking in on the Beef Checkoff. Joining us today, Heather Buckmaster of the Oklahoma Beef Council. Heather, let's talk about cattle producers and how they can find out more about checkoff dollars. So if you're a producer and you want to learn more about how beef checkoff dollars are invested, the first thing to do is visit drivingdemandforbeef.com. Everything from the Beef Checkoff's annual audited financials, contractors' yearly funds or authorization requests, checkoff program updates, and annual reports are available on the website. Checkoff meetings are also open to every producer who pays into the Beef Checkoff. On a state level, you can visit Cattleman's Corner on our website at oklabeef.org, where we have links to our annual reports, National Checkoff Annual Reports, the Federation of State Beef Council's annual reports, and a link to the annual reports of the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Our board of directors are checkoff paying volunteers and it's important to them that their neighbors are able to see the funding decisions they are making. So once again, visit drivingdemandforbeef.com to learn more or visit our website at oklabeef.org. Hello, this is Rick Spain with Spain's Construction with something to think about. William Arthur Ward said, adversity causes some to break and others to break records. It's interesting to me the problems in life have the ability to make or to break you. It is not the problem that makes the difference. It's how you perceive the problem. When the problem receives the focus, you become the problem. When what is in you becomes the focus, the problem loses significance. Jump on the gravy train and save at Cummins Ford Lincoln and Weatherford. You can drive away in a new 2023 Ford today. Plenty on the lot and maybe even enough for a second helping. The new 2023 Ford Expedition. The new 2023 Ford Explorer. The new 2023 Ford F-150 on the lot right now. Unbelievable pricing, easy financing, great service, best Ford experts in western Oklahoma. Cummins Ford Lincoln and Weatherford. Just off I-40 and Airport Road and online at CumminsFordWeatherford.com. Built for tough. Brian Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. If you are an avid golfer, you'll understand what I'm about to say. 
Investing is a lot like the game of golf. There are three phases in golf, the tee shot, the approach, and the putt. In financial planning or investing, there are also three phases, building wealth, protecting wealth, and distributing wealth. In golf, you're allowed to carry 14 clubs, you don't use your putter to tee off, and you don't use your driver out of the sand trap. Each club has its own function, and it's the same with financial tools. In investing, we can't use the same financial tools for all of the different phases of planning. Wealth building strategies won't help protect wealth, and wealth distribution or income strategies won't help build wealth. The purpose of money dictates how it's invested. Let us help you in determining the appropriate strategy for your long game. Retirement can be a very long time, and we'll be here before you know it. Don't attempt at being unprepared. Give us a call at 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacket.com. You're listening to the right time for Western Oklahoma. Our guest on the program, Dr. Diane Lovell, and you brought a couple of guests with you this morning. We appreciate you doing that. Thanks for getting up so early. I've brought with Just me today. Turn your mic on now. Okay, some of Swasu's okay. finest faculty have brought with me today, and so proud of their initiative. This isn't in their job requirement. This isn't something they're told to do. This is community service that they have a heart for. They've gone out and uh, won this grant from the state and brought uh, six million dollars into uh, Weatherford, and they will multiply that impact by getting them the skills and helping them fit into a job, as um, Dr. Barnett was Have telling us Have you done any about. research like to know how many people are out there, Dr. Kurth, that might need some help in this area? And what, where, where are we talking about? So as Amy mentioned earlier, there are work-ready centers across the state, and so they have some data, and this is what I love to see is what the projection's going to be, what that's going to look like. So they have projected, you know, 130 jobs. Um, we'll put $4.88 million into annual payroll back into the community. Mm -hmm. And so um, we will help families, but we do have a population. So we're targeting um, the low income. So that's going to be 75% of our participants is bringing them to a livable wage. Single parents, veterans, um, anyone that wants to have extra training to be able to um, elevate in the work space. It sounds like to me that that approach is better than just raising minimum wage. I mean, you're talking about raising the quality of work, too, in addition to pay. Absolutely, yes. The quality of work and then the quality of life for those families to be able to um, provide sustainability. Um, this program, it's a five-year grant contract. So after that, um, we'll be looking for ways to sustain that. So what does that look like um, for our community and for those that we've hired? So we will have a director and a manager, and then we'll also have job coaches that will be placed in that work ready center for participants. So you're in pharmacy, your pharmacists teach that, but pharmacy tech is a big deal today. These Is that something that might be offered a way to help pharmacies around our area to, to provide and farm tech people? Absolutely. So I know we just provided a farm tech for immunization. So to be able to equip those technicians to work at the highest level of their license um, and allow the pharmacist to do um, client work and clinic work and clinical skills to be able to have them with the patient. Um, so we are definitely looking at technician training opportunities through the College of Pharmacy. Very good. Well, thank, thank you for being on. We're out of time, but we appreciate you all stepping out thank early you. this morning. Thank you for having us on and highlighting these great programs. This is a great program. This is. Anytime we can improve the quality of life, which that's what we're talking about here. So thank you. Get, you. You're giving some hope. You know, you mentioned the single families, and it's struggle, even yes. at $15 an hour. But to be, be able to get 
be able to help them in some kind of way. And I think you do that, applaud that, and it has to be very satisfying, isn't it? It is, and if they're parents, it makes their life more stable and therefore more stable for their children. Thank you for, for being on this morning. We Thank appreciate it very much. Us. Dr. Level, any final uh, thoughts or words about anything coming up at Southwestern? Basketball? Coaching? I will be glad to uh, come back anytime you ask soon and tell you more about that. But well, we- I'm thinking about what's coming up. We've got basketball oh. season yes. starting. Yes we've, yes, we've had a basketball game. So we have had great times we our girls did not quite make it into the soccer playoffs but volleyball girls are in and uh, they will be playing in hot springs um later on and we will get you on to talk more about the coaching situation yes as, as that as that uh, develops i know big people are football is such a uh, it's more of a dominant sport still in this part of the state. So, Well, um, we I've been in many, many meetings about it. We are working hard behind the scenes, and uh, we've got a lot of calls already about people wanting to be coached. But we uh just are about to launch the official job posting, and uh, we've got this firm to help us good luck pick with the that. next coach. We, yes, we, so we've got some boosters best. on this committee as well. Very good. Mm-hmm. I hope somebody from... The broadcasters are on that. You think so? <laughs> it might be good since we do the broadcast. <laughs> we have a lot at stake. Yeah, I think it, there's right. about 100 people who want to be on this committee. So um, we, we've got it going. We've got a good plan, and uh, you'll see more about it in the next couple of days. Hopefully one of the requirements will be to live in the town in which you coach. I agree. Okay. Very good. Thank you for being here this morning. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.